Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Ma'am What? Ma'am What? Ma'am What? <laughs> this is a podcast yes, that might be your mama's podcast. Or maybe it's not. <laughs> it's your auntie's podcast. It's definitely your auntie's podcast. <laughs> We're back for another episode. It is the very close to the end of the year. Yes. We're rolling straight through to the holiday yes. season and it is close to the end of the year. So we're talking about in this episode, 2019 and really the decade in review. Mm-hmm. How was it? Oh God. What are what are you le- what are you taking from this decade, this last year of the Me. of the year? What are you leaving behind them? <laughs> what are you leaving I'm taking, behind? I'm taking, I'm taking all my good ass cocktails. <laughs> yes, yes, all of that. So that's what we're going to be talking about this episode. Um, how how was 2019? If you want to start there, 2019 oh. has been rough. I don't know about it. It's been, been a weird year. <laughs> it's very weird. What's weird about it? From Ooh, the, the fire, we don't have enough liquor for that. <laughs> no, we don't. See what Brown can do. <laughs> but you know, from from the from the men that I've met to some of my own behaviors, which I can't explain, to um, just stuff, man. It's weird. It's almost like. Not being preoccupied, but it's almost as if something comes in and and flips the whole thing around, and you're not sure where you land, but you know you landed. He's like, I'm on the ground. I'm on the ground. <laughs> I'm good. But then there's all this other stuff that pops up, and I'm like, where? So you, you feel in, so... Let me ask Mercury you this. Retro, Mercury <laughs> but that's retrograde was all year for me. <laughs> oh, really? Ooh, mm, girl. <laughs> for all, all year for me. Ooh, Chile. From, from the recent date with the man who signed up for the military when I was nine. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> How did you go find the oldest man on earth today? How did that happen? <laughs> Again. Does that Mercury flipped over and right I got my feet on the ground and there he is. Okay, so. So let me back up a little bit. Do you feel like the discombobulation that you seem to feel in 2019 is is it a cumulative result of the entire decade? Because when I looked on this decade, so mm-hmm. this decade for me, um, there was a lot of a lot of up and down, really, if I look at the entire decade. Yeah. Like my my decade bookended like is bookended actually kind of by death. Like my mm. very best friend in the world died at like close to the beginning of the decade. And mm-hmm. of course my mother dies here at the end. But in between that I had a lot of ups and downs and I had a, a career that I've decided to give up at mm-hmm. the end of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um I moved to different yeah. states in the yeah. course of the decade. Yeah. So like I've dated people and I'm not dating. I haven't been dating very much lately at all, really. So like life is um it's at it's at a, a point where I won't say it's low. I don't feel low, but or it's at a at point where it could t- it's at a crossroads. That's uh-huh. a good place. Mm-hmm. It's a crossroads. This this decade has been amazing. Like I I did some cool shit. You did do some cool shit. A yeah, lot of cool you've done shit. Some good stuff. I've checked off a lot See, that's of that 50s. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I checked off a lot of shit on my bucket list, like nice. at least 25 things. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I That's I, that's pretty dope. I I I I checked off a lot. I mean, the the decade wasn't without its sorrows but you know as i always say life is you know we have the capacity to have sorrows and celebrations absolutely and i and you know the decade itself was kind of a roller coaster 
you know, but I you all, y'all really, got out of the parenting game in this yeah, decade. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You I'm, know, yeah, I'm not kid, totally out you yet. You're almost I, there, though. Almost there. Like, like you'll be yeah. out in, like, February, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The kid left. I, I had a house to myself for about three and a half years. You know, I got to got to run around into some real extra spaces, you know, like very cool things. Got to do some cool things with yeah. some really cool people. Yes. Um, made connections back at my school. I started going to homecoming on the regular, mm-hmm. um, you know, Martha's Vineyard. Who can beat that on a starry, starry night? That's true. You know, and, and so those this, were. This podcast was born in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, the vineyard was lit, man. It still is. It still is. is. And it well, will be again. It, it will be when I get back. Right now, it's all right. I mean, I guess yeah. I have to pull my journals, right? Because yeah. I have a bunch of journals. Like, I've been keeping journals since 1973. So I probably should pull the journals from. You know the decade mm. and see what looks. I mean, I used to keep a gratitude journal. I have a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. I definitely kept a prayer journal. I should look back at those. I kept a regular journal, and I can always go back to my blog too, right? Right. Because yes. right. I can, I can go back and see exactly what was happening mm-hmm. at the turn of last year, at the turn of the last decade. Because mm-hmm. that's when I st- I started blogging. Right. At that time. Same. Right? I also dab- dibbled and dabbled in the blogging world and and I. have thought about significantly going back. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. And I but I keep thinking about like, what does that even look like? Because I've been going through since I left my job, I've been going through a space of reclaiming my writing for myself. You know, mm-hmm. I've been writing publicly for 17 years. Um, as a journalist, but then for a period of about two or three years writing publicly as a blogger, which was very different from my work in journalism. And, you know, thinking about do I want to step back out into that public space? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Some days I do. Some days I was like, ooh, this would be a good blog post. <laughs> I was like, ooh, why am I thinking blog posts? That's weird. <laughs> See, I'm always thinking in blog posts. Like, I, I always think blog or put it out there like I'm always thinking oh this ought to be out there some kind of way so I'm always thinking like that I never think I think even my blog is a it's a personal blog well mm-hmm. I have a bunch of blogs but the one that I stayed most consistent is very personal and it's just like I write in my journal like I I talk to the I talk on the blog the, the way, way that I talk journal, same mm-hmm. same right Absolutely. so so yeah so I you know every now and again I peek in on it I was like oh I really should get back. <laughs> and it's been about a year same, same. since I, like, That was a damn good post. <laughs> it's been a year since I uh, I blogged anything. So I was like, you know, I oh, should. Oh, I think it's. I should get over there. I and feel say bad because, like, on. Um, so there was a. I, ha- I have an Instagram account for the blog. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, teased that I was going to write something. And I never wrote it. And you never anything. wrote it. <laughs> I was like, ooh, mm, mm. <laughs> So, uh, like, along those lines, like, are there things left undone are there things that you or things that you want to pick back up you know like oh absolutely I like having things that are left undone Mm. I I, I don't think everything ought to be completed I think Mm. there are some things that you ought to be able to pick up and deal with and handle and then put them back down and then come back to it like a good poem Mm -hmm. like there's poems that I've been working on for like a for a decade which I just thought of that I mean, and and then there. I mean, there are some poems that come to you immediately, and you and you know write it down that right this away. is no, no, not so much that you write it down. You know that it's finished. Mm-hmm. You write it, and you know there's nothing else. There's to nothing say. else okay. to like. But there are some poems that you write, and you're like, 
doesn't quite capture. It doesn't quite, I'm not hearing it the way that I'm feeling it in my spirit. Mm-hmm. So it takes a little time to get back to that kind of energy. So I, I kind of like things that sort of dwell in the mystery like that, unfinished things. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things I like to pick back up. I mean, I always keep thinking that I may cook again. In what capacity? Like Tell the fan- people about your cooking. As, as my, like I was, as my kids used to say, fancy cooking. <laughs> <laughs> like, mom, cook fancy food. <laughs> That's cute. You know, anything, That's anything, cute. anything that wasn't like so mashed these- potatoes and <laughs> burgers. What are, are these dinner parties with bags? Well, that's like. what I mean. So I was thinking that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of level of a, uh, because I really enjoy that, right? right. Like that's a thing. I that could I, see you doing like kind of like because there's there's a whole. I, I don't want to say market because it's probably not predicated on pun money necessarily, but like where cool spaces where you get to entertain doesn't have to belong to you. It's a space where you go in, set up a cool thing. Hmm. Whether it's like if it's like jazz wear, but with you cooking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for, the, for our for our people who don't know what jazz wear is, you have to tell what jazz our, wear our is. Our good ma'am here, Babs, <laughs> the hostess with the mostest has teamed up with another of our friends to create a series. She wants to own a jazz club. But I got no jazz club money. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> she's been hosting these really great events and she's done two of them and they've mm-hmm. been amazing. So, you know, do you in very it, interesting spaces, by exactly. Way. Very and interesting spaces cool, here in the city. Cool very space, cool spaces. Cool venues, cool people's cool music. Right? Yeah. So yeah. So I think of, And lots of liquor. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It is ridiculous. You would think we need a twelve step. <laughs> How much liquor we have? That's like we'll do twelve step, but you got to bring us. Some you got to bring. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, I you know, I think about that. I think about how to host a a dinner party, like maybe a soiree or a salon. Mm. I kind of I see it in my mind, um, just to have people over and to just like have these interesting conversations and and topics and play music, like a house party meets Auntie Mame kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Which that's the ultimate house party, Auntie Mame's right. parties, right? Right. So that kind of thing. You know, I, I think about that all the time. Because Are I you do. ready to put in that work? I, I think I, that's work. I might be after I apply to divinity school. <laughs> <laughs> that's the oh, other thing. <laughs> D- divinity school has always been some place that I wanted to yes. go, right? Yes. And you're stepping into that this decade. And so I'm stepping into it for, for this decade and I'm applying. And, uh, and it is really uh, causing me a great deal of, um, I don't want to say anxiety. I'm not, I don't, I'm not anxious about it. But I think I want it so badly that the desire to, to put the best self out there mm-hmm. it's just like okay i'm very thoughtful about how i'm crafting this personal narrative and what i'm thinking about for the um for the academic um you know you have to write an academic piece and i'm thinking about that all under the guise of some kind of spiritual whatever so you know it's that kind of but i tell you what i love thinking about that Without thinking about, oh shit, I gotta go pick the kids up from the soccer, <laughs> right? Like, there's a, there's, it's no more, it's no longer it's a luxury not, yeah, to like yeah. wander in thought about bigger things while you're running a kid to the doctor's office right. and another kid to a basketball game and yet another kid to Girl Scouts and then mm. another kid to some other shit. So, <laughs> so it's not a luxury to sort of. You know, and Daydream. it freaks me out now because I'm in this new space by myself. And I was like, oh, oh, I could I could continue this dream. Like I could. Yes, continue. There's nothing interrupting it but you. Yes. Right. And that's a that's a that's a 
I've not had that this whole decade. Mm. So going to this next decade, I mean, I've been a mother the whole decade, right? Right. For the for the whole decade, I've been a, a full on mother. So I go into this next decade not hands on, mm-hmm. and I think that takes some getting used to. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Oh yeah, it does. I can you tell know? you very easily. It takes some some getting used oh, to. Oh, I'm not trying to go back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let us not, be clear. I'm not missing it. Like I'm not pining yeah, I'm not for pining for it. My I, friends, I, are some not, friends do though. Yeah, some yeah, friends have some, more kids. They get more kids. Yeah. I'm uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm patting myself on the back at this stage of the game, you know, because folks are 23. They're having job interviews. Ha! And, <laughs> you know, I, I'm thinking that, you know, I can step into the next decade really fully concentrating on me. Yes. And getting me ready for yeah. what I perceive is next, mm-hmm. right? And part of that is, you know, I I leave behind... How can I say it? I leave behind all of the things that I felt were pulling on me, right? The responsibility of being so-called the dutiful daughter, mm. the responsibility of being a mom. And, 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 a, and that shifts, right? Because you never stop being a mother. No. You never stop, but the responsibilities in it shift yeah you don't have to run and catch them at right any moment. right like you don't have to hover and you don't and have you, to and, and shit you ain't waking people up at 5 30 in the morning to catch the bus nope you know i don't have to be to work till nine but i gotta get your behind up to make sure you oh i used to be so done <laughs> i mean and i would be evil you know until i had a good cup of tea because it was just like you know, and you go back in your own mind, right? When I was 16, I was up and out, and nobody told me I had to blah, blah, blah. I don't so, know. My mama just threatened me. She said, you better not miss that bus. <laughs> 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 and I just, you know, knew in my spirit <laughs> that yeah. if I missed that bus, I was going to walk to school before I called yeah. her. Luckily, the man that lived across the street, the family across the street, the gentleman, and, and this is when we lived in Louisiana, the gentleman was a coach at the school. Yeah. So if he, he always took his kids to, to school. So I knew if I missed the bus, he would take catch a ride. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was not good. under any circumstances calling my mama. And we didn't have no bus system in Louisiana. <laughs> so that was it. So it was either going to beat feet or you going to catch leaving, a ride. I'm leaving a different set of responsibilities behind that yeah, I really absolutely. think are done. Mm. You know, I don't I, I don't have to hold on to those things anymore. I mean, I'm not anybody's wife, mm. you know, and I was a wife for 15 years. So so I go into this new decade fully free mm-hmm. and not anybody's wife, which, you know, it's a it's a weird, weird kind of thing. Because I was married for a very long for 15 years is a long time, I think. And uh, and so I don't I don't have these that. Years? Yes. But I, don't, I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> right. So. Right. But that was that 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 was part of that that decade of yeah. getting you know getting getting divorced, uh, and and all of that. I've had a lot of jobs. The decade, you know, this yeah. ten years. Um, so, I I think I'm I think I'm much more myself than I've ever been. Mm. Like I think this version of Babs is probably the best version of Babs that has ever existed. Mm. Uh, and I think it's because of freedom, and. Uh, and not raising k- kids underfoot, and and having a job, having jobs that sort of allow me that freedom that I enjoy to be you. I think I am navigating coming out of a decade of kind of fully realizing 
what it means to kind of take a non-traditional path as a woman to mm. not pursue marriage, kids, that sort of thing. And kind mm. of like making my way in the world. And I've always been at peace with that. Like that's something that I've always kind of But I don't think that you're people. alone in that. I know I, I know I'm not alone. I think we're we're in a place now where women are more comfortable talking about it. Yeah. yeah. But cuz yeah. there was always a time where like literally like that's that you didn't like you knew people who were living lives without kind of these traditional trappings of what your life yeah. should unfold as yeah um but it's it is i think it's more common but it also it looks different for every person that's true yeah it's different um so and i'm also navigating the space and i think i remember you saying this a while ago babs like when you know during the handling of my mother's illness um that you 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 will navigate the world kind of differently when your mother is no longer in the world mm-hmm. and so i and you're truly your own woman at that point mm-hmm. like nobody is there's there's no person you're necessarily emulating. Right. There's nobody's standards or whatever that you feel like you have to like. I I honor who my mother was and how she raised me, mm-hmm. but I am definitely my own person. And I'm and it's not that I'm not the person that she raised, but I think if she were alive and like cognizant, she'd mm-hmm. be like, hmm, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know where this was going. <laughs> like I'm good with it. You take care of yourself. You handle your right. business. You didn't ask me for but, a thing. But, here's the but thing I is, think she, I think she'd be happy. But she. But like, as long yeah. as your mother is alive, yeah. I think t- there is some. There's something that you want from them. You mm. want their approval. Their approval in certain ways. You, you, yeah. You you do, and when when they pass on, and you don't have that, it is quite liberating, mm. in a way that you don't even know until it happens. Yeah. Until it happens, you're like, mm. wait. Oh, <laughs> yes. Like I, I truly get to make like even if I have what my mother gave me, mm-hmm. I'm at this space where I can decide why well, I, I, you know, she meant well when she gave me that. Like she was doing literally the best that she could with what she knew. Mm-hmm. And I have to give my mom like credit like for like she was kind of like she would be progressive in her own way mm-hmm. as a parent. And so, I, you know, she was never the type of parent. I knew she would have wanted grandkids and all that good stuff. But she was never the type of parent to be like, so when you're going to get married? Yeah. So when you're going to get married? Oh, no, my mother. Or, or when you're going to have oh, a no. baby? Or my mother have was quite worried about my that. My mother was never. But you know what? I'm gr- Nobody in my family is like that with me. I had one. I had one aunt. Maybe this is why. <laughs> I had one aunt. She and I, it's not that we're not cool or anything. I just don't see her very often, so I don't know her like that. We're, she's a great aunt. And she was like, you don't want to have no kids? And I said, no. And she was like, oh. And then she just walked <laughs> I was like, well, I guess she. I guess it was something about the way the I said it that she was like, oh, okay. I think my mother was more concerned that, uh, you know, because I was getting older. Yeah. And. And I, I think my, my mother is an old school person, so yeah. I think she was like. You get married, you have kids. And my, you do. and my brother, well, it's, my it's youngest security. brother got married before all of us. My youngest brother, who yeah. was like eight, <laughs> nine years young. He got married before all of us. And he got married to a woman that my mother just hated. <laughs> <laughs> she come to, now my mother grew to love her in mm. the end. Like they grew but to she love had to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, you know, it was a long process. But, but, but my mother was always like, okay. What, what is going on? What like, you, what are you doing here? Like, yes, like, are you gay? <laughs> like, no. What she would say, are you one of those women? And I was like, what kind of women? Oh are you? my god! Yeah. You know, I, I got like, that. She's like, don't make me say it. You know. And I remember when I came home, my hair, my hair freshly cut. And she, uh, just, she was convinced. Uh, I just remember how my mom looked at my hair. And she like, was just like, at first, my mother here? would look at me. Oh, uh, and no, she, she wouldn't even look at you. And she would lower her eyes, and I was like. 
And it took so much. And she's like, you know, I love you very much. And, <laughs> and I want you to have a happy life. I was like, I said, Margaret, where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm like, where are you going with this? It was a cross between last rites and 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 her way of saying, well, she's if, like, I'm afraid if, if this is what to, you're going to do. If you're going to come gay. out, just let me know. You know I'm ready. Like I'm prepared. And I was like, are you kidding me? Um, yes, I had that phase as well. <laughs> I came home with my hair cut and my mother first, she said to me, if I wanted a boy, I would have had one. And I'm like, okay, that's very right, like unusual. you get a say, like, like you get you a say in that. That was the number one. <laughs> And then number two, one day she looked at me and I had on a pair of jeans. And you know, your mama does not do jeans. She does. Does she? I've never seen your mother in a pair of jeans. Oh, yeah. On on casual days like today or, you know, when she's. When she going out her house like to the door and then back. (laughs) Because where's your mama going in jeans? Come on. Oh, she does. Exactly. She does. I've never seen your mama in jeans. That's because you've seen her in in situations. But <laughs> her whole life is a situation. What do you mean? No, no, no. I'll show you a picture I need, later. I need proof. She had on jeans in Atlanta. Like what, in 1979? She, and she wore jeans when we traveled. What? I mean, she wears jeans. Yeah. I, I got to does. see this with my but, eyes. But she says to me, she looks at me and she says, she says, if you're, if you're one of those people. Oh, my. <laughs> then you need to let me know and maybe you should move. <laughs> Oh, snap. Where you going to move to? Wherever those people are. (laughs) Certainly not New Haven. Wow. Where other people can see you. And I'm like, Ma, I am not gay. That's a whole commentary, though, because there was definitely, and and really still, there's still some underlying of that where people think if if you cut your hair, you're like, oh, it's huge. Yeah. Well, that's oh, the same know. thing was true for locks. Like people were yeah. like, "Oh, if you got locks, you're like, are you serious, serious? right now?" Yeah. <laughs> like, What's wrong and, with and you? I like, like my no. hair denotes whether. No, stop your foolishness. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. And so, but you know, it it goes into the whole thing. I guess for the most part, I was the non-traditional mm. one always in the family, and you know, the person that I thought would have the most problem with it. Was the one that had the least mm-hmm. problem with it. You know, my grandmother loved me under any condition. She's like, I'll take you. Yeah, yeah you know, she was just like, you. you know, yeah, I love you. You, you come here, baby. Do, do, you know, you don't just, listen to them. Yeah, you, you all right. <laughs> you all right. <laughs> you know, and, and and but everybody else was, you know, like so <laughs> uptight. And I'm like, what is this? And you know what though? So so listening to these stories made me think that you that I probably get away with more <laughs> or I do what I want and nobody says anything to me because my mother was the black sheep of her family because okay. <laughs> I mean she you know think about this she she was the family member that went off and joined the military yeah so yeah so like yeah so she she was the black sheep she did it her way she never lived close to home even though it was really interesting because she wanted to get like her whole thing after getting out of the military was to go back and you know get moved closer to home and she mm-hmm. spent a lot of time particularly um, as my grandfather was passing, like she spent a lot of time with my grandmother and their relationship. They like patched up their relationship mm-hmm. a lot over those years. Um, but yeah, but she really was the black sheep. Like in so and she was the oldest daughter and really technically the middle child. She had three older than her and three younger than her. So, mm. you know, so she was the the oddball in her family. <laughs> yeah. I so think, I, I think, think that's why like she she's just like, whatever you want to do, just do it. Do it well. Be good at it. I yeah. support you. Yeah. So yeah. I was I mean, just that. this conversation just tells us how much influence 
mothers, mothers have. have. They do. They yeah, do. and and it it also shows us, at least the two of us, that we're in a different space. You know, everything is generational, right? Yeah. But you know, certainly, I don't think if my daughter came out to me, I would be. Oh my God! Well, I, mean, <gasps> I mean, all the, the all of the the three of the four have all come out in some. Yeah, I remember you I saying mean, they, that. They just all have come out, and mm-hmm. they just said, you know, they're fluid. Yeah, and I had to learn what fluid meant. <laughs> it's like what? There's water. What's po- going on? Polyamorous and all this other kind of stuff. It's like what? It's it's a whole different ball. So I had to learn a different ball. So I had to learn all this language. But also. you do. So I was I, like I consider myself a zenio. So I feel like all of it makes sense to me. Like it, I was yeah. like, that's exactly how you should explain it. Like that's that makes complete and perfect <laughs> sense. Why didn't we develop language so that th- people wouldn't be looking at you like what? Why do yeah. you want to call yourself they? <laughs> yeah. Like it's complicated. It's complicated. So, but I think I mean, it makes complete sense to me. I think that you know, it, as we are talking about family. I think that for me, um, I have to develop my my older sister passed in this decade. And so we had just really started to come back together. And I regret I have no pictures of her, Mm. you know, and us together. Mm -hmm. And I think in the in the midst of things, um, her kids probably got a hold of her to her phone. But. I don't have a picture with my sister. And so I think that's A, why now more than anything, I take a lot of pictures. But B, leaving this decade, I've got a better sense of where my fit is Mm. with my family. Mm. And I know that I want to develop a better relationship with my sister's kids. It's not that anything went wrong, Mm -hmm. but But y'all just... But we're, you know, they lived in Georgia. I lived here. Mm-hmm. And it was never a thing of, you know, oh, we're going to go see them or they're going to come up here because my sister wasn't that type of person. Mm-hmm. If anybody was coming, she was coming. Just by herself. <laughs> Just by herself. You know, to get away from all them kids. Like, I'm not bringing you know, them. I'm not bringing them. <laughs> you know, shoot. It's my private, you know, my family. <laughs> you know, but I would like to get to know the kids. So I'm, I'm stepping into the decade, you know. Uh, kind of full-fledged, hi, I'm your aunt, let's talk a little bit more. Or get to know each let's other. Let's get to know each other and not, you know, rush that process, but definitely get to know one another. Um, and on the other hand, you know, I know that me being in the space I'm in now, you know, I have two uncles who don't have children. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of like up to me because that was what my other cousins, my older cousins did. You know, they always made the calls. They always made sure that they were okay. So now it's sort of like me making the call once a week. How you doing? What you doing? What's going on? You know, so I take that into this century, I mean, decade, kind of like, eh. But I know that there's nobody else to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair to them because they've been wonderful. You know, I couldn't have asked for a better set of uncles on my mom's side of the family. My father's side, same, but there's just so many of them. I don't know them all. <laughs> I got 48 first cousins. Yeah, so That's it's like, and I'm talking same. about <laughs> first cousins. I'm not talking no, about not like. second, third. Right, mm-hmm. and I, you know, you baby's son. Uh-uh, ain't none of that. I got a cousin named June Boy for real. <laughs> <laughs> and he's my first cousin. You know, so it's like I I I want to take that and do better with it in this upcoming decade. Oh, I just think 
I, 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 I think there's more to think about for 2019. I don't, I don't know if I could answer the question of looking back in such a short period of time, like on the fly. I think I have to do some, 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 I think I have to take a contemplative mode, go into a contemplative or, or time of discernment to think about it um, um, in its totality. Because I, I'm sure there are things, there are things that I am not thinking about that I could go back to and say, oh yes, that was pivotal, or that was important, or that was, you know, heartbreaking or whatever. And I, so I, I, I think I'm going to leave 2019 um, where it is, <laughs> and just be a little bit more uh, um, contemplative about it uh, as we move into the into into 2020. Well, while you're contemplating, this is the Man What Podcast, and we're going to take a break. Hey guys, it's Chelsea. And it's Ashlyn, and we are the hosts of Will Will There Be Tequila? Tequila. Ooh, we did it on point! (laughs) (laughs) So it's a show where we talk about things that are going on in our lives and the world around us, because you know the world's on fire and all that fun stuff. And we also have a little shot on the side. (laughs) So yeah, be sure to check us out every Tuesday wherever you listen to your pods. So Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. Literally anywhere. Drink responsibly. This uh, contemplative mode that we left <laughs> when we took a break. Um, <laughs> we're not going um, on the. I mean, I think it's a big deal. I think it's a huge. I think it's a huge thing to think about being alive. In this in this new decade that's coming, twenty twenty is like big, right? I want my flying. Car. I mean, just the fact that it's twenty twenty. <laughs> Is just in itself is. Well, there's some kind of, I saw something the other day. I don't know how true it is. I saw something the other day talking about that specific number, Mm -hmm. right? The fact that it's double and it means all these things. And I'm I'm like, I haven't gotten that far yet, even though I know it's two weeks away. I'm, I'm thinking more in terms of the decade and not necessarily this year, because I think this year for me, um, has been, not yeah off you know just plain straight up something's just not right (laughs) you know everything from my doctor not saying to me you know you're a candidate for osteoporosis and then finding out that I do and I'm in the beginning stages of it to you know just I mean I have this I love my house but there's just so much going on with it you know and it's not my house Mm. but it's where I live and it's just all kinds of stuff, man. It's just this vibe has just been it's been a it's been a ride and it's been a weird ride for 2019. I'm still in a job that I don't particularly put it so delicately. You know, <laughs> it's, like you it's, don't, it's not it's not what you'd like to be. doing. It's not what I'd like to be doing. That's a very good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm doing it. Mm hmm. You know, for all intents and purposes, um, I don't complain about it. You know, for a year I complained about it because it was just so much coming at me all at once. And then I said, well, you know what? If nothing else is coming your way and you still getting a paycheck, 
You just got to put on your big girl panties and the boots and keep it moving. <laughs> the boots, the yeah. bra. Yeah. <laughs> everything. The tassels. <laughs> everything. Get into everything. And just everything. And yeah. keep it moving, you yeah. know? Um, but this year, I can't. I can't pinpoint per se, like Bab said, you know, it's it's one of those things where I can't say, well, this was right and this was wrong or um, I did this well or this sucked. It's just a mishmash of stuff. I mean, I, I can't do that. I just need to time you got to, to review. Yes, yeah, so I got to go back and review and just be, you know, and just be more contemplative about it uh, because it's hard to think about. I, I will tell you, 2019 was fabulous. I mean, I got to move, right? Mm-hmm. I got to, yeah. I landed in a place that I didn't even know I could land in. Um, I mean, I had a lot of upheaval, but I had a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wins yeah. that are just unique to me. Like, no one would know they were wins, but just stuff that I just was like, oh, okay. Right. It's good. That's good. I, yeah. I got this. I feel good about this. So, you know, I leave 2019 feeling like it has been a great foundation for what's to come for 2020. Yeah. I feel like for me, 2019, you know, while it was up and down, I think that it was the culmination of of things that got started and that Mm -hmm. finished that really actually are wrapping up at the end of whether it, you know, the progression of my mother's illness happened over a decade and that wrapped up and so many things that were associated with that have also wrapped up. Mm. Um, And, you know, my decision to fully say, journalism it's been real that wrapped up I've been feeling that way for a decade but it like being able to be in a position to say okay that's enough Mm -hmm. I'm ready to move on from here and feeling settled in that decision is is a thing that is happening this year so I feel like there are a lot of endings happening and I feel that there are emotional endings happening like ways that I've reviewed because I I have taken the time to look through my decade of my last decade of journals I was like oh girl oh you better keep journaling because therapy is expensive (laughs) I was like really really sis really and there was just moments where you're like I'm not this person anymore thank you God I'm not her anymore and there's nothing wrong with her she was who she was when she was that in that time period but my god it was a it's it was a season of growing up for me mm-hmm. in ways that are exponentially different from my 20s. Yeah. Like, I'm a different person. Oh, yeah. And um, you should be. And Thank the, I the so. Lord. I hope so. so. But some people don't. Like, some people yeah. oh, yeah. go yeah. into oh, girl, your age and your age. you yeah. like, wow, you still the same, same shitty st- human being you were three decades ago. <laughs> Spend the money. Get the therapy. <laughs> You're not going to write it down. I'm just journaling ain't helping you or or something. (laughs) Are you just avoiding yourself? And, you know, I've I've been. And so I feel like heading into this next decade, I'm in my next personal decade. I turned Mm. 40 this year. Mm -hmm. So that was and I didn't bring in 40 the way I thought I was going to. I thought I was going to do a big whatever. But I I brought in 40 very gently. (laughs) And that's okay. Yeah, that's what you wanted. But it was a season of like learning new things, Mm -hmm. learning not, you know, things about myself and my capabilities, but like learning new skills. Yeah. I mean, you learned to swim. I learned to swim. And And that's wonderful. That's huge for you. Yeah. It's yeah. something I can do for all the co- decades to come. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like, yeah. And I, I I, am going to follow your path. I think that's my new attainable skill for 2020. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'll I've help. got to learn to swim. <laughs> do it. Because I have got to take care of this osteoporosis. 
else. It's, so. And when you learn to swim and you I'll learn in a way that enjoys it. I'll be taking care of it come 2020. Yes. <laughs> Replacement. Hey. Yeah. That's hey, a whole other ball game. But I hear once you get that new hip, it's like a whoo, new oh, ball yeah. game. It's like getting a whole new lease on life. I'm ready because God knows. Let me tell you. I am ready. I was like, oh, no, I cannot hobble around. This cannot be my reality. Yeah. So it won't. So there you go. There so you go. I don't, I don't limit it too much because I know there's a end in sight to this. So, And I have started my voiceover career. Hey, same, sis. High five. So I am. High five. I am. Hey, <laughs> ready for that. Voiceover actors unite. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Woo! So, yes. So that is the year that was. <laughs> 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 and we bid a fond adieu, adieu to, to the you decade. and 2019 and this decade. Deuces. Deuces. We out. Mams. Adam's family. Why? <laughs> 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 <laughs>